This Randy Cross interview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with the $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for twenty dollars off. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Been a real whore on this side of the table. Got a new got a new <laughs> partner for this one. Dosey Doe. Yes. Uh if you're if you've been tuning in, we're knocking out 32 NFL team previews, taking a quick break in that series to catch up with our buddy Randy Cross, of course, in studio. Our buddy Colby Dan, aka the Dantabase, aka Pick Dundee. What's happening, Colby? Thirty-two belly option on two, Sean. Right? <laughs> get the get the oh, ball man. in Randy's gut. I, I can't wait to hear the uh, just just watch it. the the excitement of Colby sitting on a question, chomping at the bit, oh, yeah. getting the answer, leading the witness, uh, but getting the answer he wants out of Randy Cross. It's Randy Cross, football guy. <laughs> Randy All Cross, right? true. Football I, guy. I was nervous when he asked the question because it's happened before. I, I again, I don't want to pull back the curtain too far, but Colby has come out of an interview mm. after some undesirable uh, responses from the guest <laughs> out on the guest. Yeah. So I was worried. Yeah. Doesn't we, know ball. Randy Cross knows ball, according to Colby. Well, Nitt. look, it's really hard to ever. Disagree with offensive and defensive linemen. Yeah, like they're they're the heart of football, right? And they're they're the cogs that yeah. move the machine. And speaking of uh, people that know ball, I don't know if you saw this. I, I did I did put it out on social media because it did mean a lot to me. But I was uh, I was added to a list by a guy uh, in the list name guys who know ball. So <laughs> shout out to me. Yes, I know ball. Hey, speaking of ball, oh, listen to that sound it means the NFL right around the corner. You know you got a chance to win your share fourteen million dollars. That's right, Circus Sports giving away eight million dollars in the Circus Survivor contest, six million dollars in the Circa Millions contest. Oh man, highly recommend signing up over there. Get involved. Get in on the contest. Come out and say hi to us. August twenty fourth through the twenty sixth, we'll be there for Circus Survivor Weekend. And a reminder. Do your part in the war against corporate gambling. Sign up for our Patreon, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Get in for your chance to win a thousand dollar prize in our NFL win totals contest. So a lot of money on the table. Circusports.com for the contest. And of course, our Patreon. You can get it. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. 
joining us on the line, three-time Super Bowl champ and UCLA Bruin, Randy Cross. Randy, I see you rocking the uh, UCLA shirt. What do you make of the Bruins moving to the Big Ten? Big news. What do you make of that move? One of many big um, moves. It's going to be good for two things for sure. Actually, three. Um, one is going to be a really competitive schedule with some great schools, and it brings some people onto the schedule that you haven't seen much at UCLA and SC, except for at the Rose bowl, maybe, but yeah. you know, now you're, you're bringing besides Ohio state and, and Michigan, you know, you're bringing in the, the Purdue's and the Iowa's and the rest of them, Michigan state, all of them. Uh, and it's a, it's a strong, strong conference, you know, arguably kind of one B to the sec. Um, and I think it's a, it's a great move. It's, it's more money. And that's probably the bottom line as to why yes. they did it. Cause it's a lot of money between basketball and, and football. <laughs> um, and it's a lot of frequent flyer miles for programs <laughs> that probably don't do a lot, a lot of traveling because no. the, you know, yeah. you look at the, just the conference schedule for all the other sports, you know, UCLA has always been a real powerhouse in the uh, so-called country club sports, you know, the swimming and swimming <laughs> and diving tennis, and yeah. things like that uh, golf and, and whatnot, but they'll, they'll, they'll still have quite the impact, but I mean, it's, and I'm glad people have started to notice that, you know, yeah. because it wasn't really, it didn't seem to be allowed for in the whole deal. You know, no, the fact it, that all the West coast athletes, that's a hell of a lot of travel, not to well, mention the other side. Yeah. Everyone talks about, Oh, Hey, we got to find this student uh, athlete, uh, you know, balance between the sports and the school. But how can you say that? And then you're, you're sending a tennis player all the way, you know, to Piscataway, New Jersey to, to Listen, play Rutgers in a tennis match. Most of us on the West yeah. coast have escaped humidity and now you're sending them right back into it. That's horrible. Yeah, come yeah. On. yeah exactly. State college. You know, go down that list. Um, oh, it's 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 gonna be rough. Uh, it's gonna impact school, so they've got to allow for that. Um, there's a lot of gonna be a lot of really tired because you have to now from a scheduling standpoint where you could play a game. You know, one game on you know during the week, you could play it on in the Pac-12. You could play it on Wednesday. And you can play the other one on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Um, you could probably do the same thing, but you might want to sort of think about Thursday, Saturday. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, even, <laughs> even I, I went to state college for a couple of years. It's in the middle of nowhere there in Pennsylvania to get from LA to state college. Oh yeah. They're not chartering like to the airports yes. on campus. Like <laughs> no. the football, I, it, it, I, honestly, like even as a young person taking a cross country flight, like your body's probably swollen a little <laughs> bit. Like maybe it's after a game. Mm -hmm. There's all of these things that obviously they're going to have to figure out. We're probably looking at a situation where the, 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 whatever the conference is called, like all these sports realize like, Hey, we don't have to be in the same conference as football. We can just go figure out some sort of West coast thing. And yeah, I mean that that's what you're hearing too. You're, it does you're, feel like football is going to separate and maybe oh, basketball to. are going to separate uh, from the rest of the, the athletics. I mean, that's seemingly the only way yeah. some of this can make sense. What are you, are you as a former Bruin or current Bruin? Uh, are, are you bummed? The pac 12 is going away. What do you, what do you think happens to the remaining pack four here? I, I really don't know. And I don't think they know. Yeah. 
Um, you know, you look at Stanford and Cal, they can make a pretty good argument for maybe going independent. Um, from that standpoint, yeah, I think they could probably pull that off. Cal would have a harder time than Stanford. Stanford's got quite the war chest, but you know, I think Cal does too. Um, it leaves you, you know, minus one of your conferences. And knowing the way they love to split money, they're not just going to suddenly say, oh, okay, you know, if those four teams join the Mountain West, you know, that'll be our, our, our fifth power five. And we've been talking about it because the, the PAC 12 technically when they start the uh, 16 team playoff has an auto bid. So like what happens <laughs> to that auto bid? Is it just going to be Oregon state every year? Or uh, I think there's, there, there's a for lot two of years, stuff for to, two years and then it runs out. Yeah. So, so there's a lot yeah. of stuff they still have to figure out. It seems like this deal is kind of put together a little bit uh, last second here. Well, the biggest problem, I think, which is becoming more and more evident by the, I actually can't say the year, but in this, in this context, every week or month that goes by there's, there's, there are no rules No, and there, there's nobody in charge and there's nobody, there are no, you know, guardrails to say, nah, you can't get over there. There's nothing. Well, it says you can't, you can't do that. And I think that's, that's a gigantic problem. And that's a problem. I think the powers that be have to solve ASAP. They need a commissioner. They need, they need a, a, a power group, you know, whatever you want to call the committee that runs college football. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think the so-called, power five conferences is going to morph into the power 60 or so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And and then they're going to be the, and then necessarily, or or doesn't necessarily mean they need conferences. If you're saying for football, there's 60 power, power conference teams or power teams, 60. Yeah. But if the NFL make your, make your schedules going forward, you only, you have to play within your uh, sort of within your species. You, you've got to <laughs> stay in the power designation. But but even um, that, and that's it. Even that isn't that confusing. Like, what do you tell a Washington State fan or Oregon State fan where they've had pretty good football teams, really? You know, over the past 20, 30 years, for the most part, compared to like Rutgers, who's been terrible, but they they're somehow in the party. I don't understand. Vanderbilt's in the party, and, and you know, like there's just a lot of schools where you could. Kansas is in the party, you know, like but but Oregon State just won ten games. It was one of the best, you know, one of the best teams they've had in a long time. And, and they've had, they won a Fiesta bowl in the past 20 years against Notre Dame. You, you know, tell them life's right. not fair. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of my favorite parts there about life's not fair, but <laughs> it's also, it's timing. It's kind of like, and you guys talk about this probably all the time in, in whatever sport, when these contracts come up Yeah, and you'll say, who's the highest paid quarterback <laughs> In the NFL, what are you kidding me? He's not the best quarterback, or who's the highest paid pitcher, or who's the highest paid NBA player, or whatnot. It's got nothing to do with ability, and it's got everything to do with timing and when your contracts are up. And, you know, for these schools, the, the Pac 12 and these schools rolled the dice, and they made some bad hires. Oh, yeah. in the commissioner spot and bad hires and decisions with their networks and everything. 
And it's really coming home to roost now. I think they thought the longer they waited, the better the deal was going to get. And man, they get wrong. No, yeah, but, they waited waited too long. And it was all about timing for Larry Scott when he was like, "Hey, I get fifty G's to spend on a <laughs> hotel room a night in Vegas. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he actually in some ways had perfect timing. Uh, some would argue yeah, there. I, I, yes, I think that's probably true. <laughs> there are probably quite a few school presidents and athletic directors in the former Pac-12 that would like to yeah. talk to him about a refund. Yes, <laughs> he, he sold at the right time. He got he sold all yeah. his Dogecoin. It's a Madoff uh, situation here at, at, at the peak. There. What about on the field? Um, UCLA, uh, you know, kind of building something here with Chip Kelly. Seemingly get a little bit better mm-hmm. every year. A uh, big gap to fill with uh, DTR not being there. Obviously, uh, all-time yardage leader for the Bruins. Uh, we actually had Carson Steele on our uh, program, uh, running back yeah. coming over from the MAC. Seemed like a good kid. What do you make of the Bruins on the field this year? Interesting spot. Obviously, Caleb Williams and the Trojans uh, getting a lot of hype, but I, I think they can hold yeah. their own in the conference. Yeah, I think quarterbacks not going to be quite the issue everybody thinks. Um, and, I, and I'm not knocking his stats. But he was there six years. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you add the yeah, new college football, right? You got Stetson um, Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can get but, there. But, you can yeah. get there over time. I think Steele's gonna make a difference. I think the recruiting and the job they've done at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball is gonna is starting to make a difference. Yeah. I think I think they're a top twenty team. Now are they a top ten team? I'm not going that far unless they take like a quantum leap this year. Um, SC maybe. I think SC's got mm. the talent to to say they're a they're a top five to ten kind of team. So yeah, I I, I think this year is going to be pretty special because Oregon's going to be a they're going to be a bear. Yeah. No, uh, then Washington is Washington's doing nothing but getting better, especially with Penix at quarterback. Um. So. Yeah, I, I think the conference is pretty perfectly poised to actually participate. Perhaps I know this uh, is so, it's even, so. Even if it's a four, even if it's a four-team playoff, hell yeah, year, <laughs> they might get. They might. They got a shot to get one the, in there. The, this is hilarious. Like the last year of the Pac-12, you could arguably one of the at least coming into the We're season good. super competitive. <laughs> I mean, maybe second only to the SEC. And this is the year they get a team in the playoff, and then they disappear. That would be it would be. I, I gotta the, the ask timing. Randy. We we talked to Carson Steele. He does have a pet gator. Did you ever play with any guys who had exotic pets? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I played with guys that at all levels that had kind of strange pets. You know, between <laughs> snakes and a lot of albino. snake guys in the offensive line. <laughs> yeah, albino somethings. <laughs> you know, I remember playing in the Pro Bowl and. Hearing Chad Brown talk about his his collection of various boa constrictors and pythons <laughs> and all that stuff, I was like, okay, thank God you can't travel with that to well, Hawaii. What's uh, the cra- what's the craziest you've owned? <laughs> um, no, I, I've never gone much behind, you know. Siberian Husky. That's about, okay, as, strange as, I, yeah. about as strange as I'm, as I've got. My wife's had a few rat dogs, okay. you know, Pomeranians and such. Got to stick to the stuff that can't eat you. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. how do you sleep at night with a bow in the other room? It's just like that thing gets out of the cage. Uh, lightly. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> I couldn't do it, R- Randy. I'm curious your take on this. Uh, the NCAA has new rules regarding cut blocking. We know you you cover a lot of the uh, the service academies. I had a chance at Mountain West Media Day to interview Troy Calhoun, the Air Force head coach, and you know I thought he brought up an interesting fact, saying you know I don't understand why they would do this to us. If anything, it makes the game more unsafe because we're going to be going for the head more. Uh, wh- what's your take on 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 that block and that rule change essentially happening? Yeah, what they've basically done is they've it was they were skirting around the edges of making the cup block illegal. Yeah, um, where it could only happen in certain areas and whatnot. Now they've basically said you can't cut block. Yeah, um, I think it's unfortunate. It's not an advantage to the academies that they, that they can do that. I mean, it's a perfectly legitimate block. Defensive guys hate it, obviously. Uh, well, defensive I, only people that hate it more than defensive players are defensive coaches because <laughs> they're you, under the delu- they're under the delusion that you lose all these players through the course of the year <laughs> to cut blocks. And I don't think that's there's such a natural instinct, protective instinct in human beings. People get around your legs, you find a way to hit the ground. So I, I think it's I think it's exaggerated personally that Paul you know, Johnson, get that many more guys yeah. are. Yeah, Paul Johnson has screamed, "Show me the data!" And this guy right here. I was going to say, "You've Randy, you've been made, sprinkling this bullshit on me." I, my my data is anecdotal as a Virginia Tech fan, having to watch him play Paul Johnson's Georgia Tech team every year. But yeah, I mean, I I think you've made Colby Day, uh, Colby's day. And yeah, I, I no, think because that's come on, that's football, that's football. Let's I go. do hate it yeah. from the perspective yeah. where you you are taking away dis, a, a tool for disadvantaged teams to compete with better. Physically, teams as, so as, a, as a tiny guy who had no business playing <laughs> offensive line, the cut block saved my life a number of times. Because if you get a giant guy running at you and you just dive down low, to your point, Randy, like most of the times they just push back, like and they think next time before coming at you full speed at the offensive line. So it's a you know, I don't know, in that in that chess battle between the offensive line and defensive <laughs> line, a cut block is a nice little yeah. counter move to like a strong bull rush. Am I am I right there or am I crazy? Yeah, I I, I think you're right. I the, the one thing I really don't understand is the one that the legitimate chop block. You know, when the guy's engaged in the back or the second guy comes in and cuts him. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. Like, it's you ever see you ever see those those instances where the coach grabs the guy by the face mask and shakes <laughs> him like yeah. that is the perfect time for one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, if a guy's engaged and then you come at the side of his doing? legs, that's yeah. that's yeah. how you blow out an ACL. A normal cut block, you're taking the guy straight on, and they'll they'll either fall or avoid you or or do something else to counter. It. Now, now. I know you call a lot of the service Academy games and I I'm mm-hmm. going to have a barf bucket when I have to watch oh, no. uh, army out of the shotgun this year, but I'm curious, how do you think they'll do? He's a traditionalist. If you, if you haven't noticed, Navy's going to be doing the same thing. So, you know, for, for years, uh, Troy Calhoun has really diversified his offense by formation, by play calls, by a, a lot of things they do They're, They've it's been, a decade plus that they haven't been a real option team. Um, so you're going to see, you're going to see Navy in the gun a lot more. I think uh, with chestnuts, new offense, you're going to see them throw the ball more. You're going to see them use tight ends. Um, and the same with the same with army. I think it's a reaction. 
part of it's the rule change you were just talking about. And I think part of it is also they've got to find a way to make their offenses more effective and make their, make it, make it easier for their quarterbacks to take advantage of the situations that they're the worst, probably their, their ability to cope with wide open receivers is almost laughable at the academy because <laughs> yeah. they get more they get more wide open. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, me, and Stevie Wonder can see <laughs> a guy that is so wide open. And how many of those service academy quarterbacks can actually hit that guy? Yeah, that's that's gonna piss off. very fair. Got to piss off those so five star. So I think I think you're going to see more and more of that coming into the game because of that. But do you think they'll be losing more because of them out of the gun? I mean, I I feel like they're they're like Troy Calhoun was you know I got the gist that like <laughs> you're really handcuffing me here with these rules and uh, you know it almost like he wasn't as bullish on his team. Well, if you're going out of the gun more, that's your call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's forcing him to do that. The timing, and I don't care. I, I was just on a conference call with Ch- Grant Chestnut last week. Uh, and he kind of argues that the timing isn't that much different, but, and he knows more about, I guess, the actual data than I do, but I can't imagine the timing is even close between that fullback with his butt up in the air, just (laughs) going balls to the wall. As soon as that ball is snapped to the guy that's in a two point stance or maybe a three point stance going to the line from there. I, it's just not that close. I don't I think agree. it's, it's what that, about, I don't think it's that similar, but it, it helps them with play action. It helps them with RPO helps them a lot of, with a lot of different things. They've never been able to, uh, never really had to worry about before. Kick, kicking it over uh, to the NFL. What do you make of uh, your 49ers coming into the season? Obviously really good roster. I guess the biggest question mark is at quarterback. You know, Brock Purdy coming off the injury. They signed Sam Darnold, and then Trey Lance is kind of the guy in waiting. Uh, hasn't really gotten a ton of opportunities on the field. Has gotten some hype, but how do you see the quarterback uh, situation shaking out in San Francisco? Um, I my opinion is that they are the most talented team in the NFC. Mm. I think they're the best team in the NFC. I know it's not popular because everybody's just trying wearing to, my Eagles stuff right here. <laughs> they're, they're just trying. Everybody out there is trying to find that, that whatever space there is left on the Eagles' ass to kiss. But you know, I, I there's I still think the room. Niners, there's still room. <laughs> I think the Niners are the most talented team in the NFC. Uh, mm. I think they'll be in the Super Bowl this year. Oof. But you take the top three teams in both sides, and you would make them even across the board and say, okay, nobody gets a devastating injury, man. It'll be an all time year, but that never happens. So somebody's going to get hurt uh, from what I'm hearing. Purdy has come back really, really strong. Yes. And that's not going to be an issue. His decision. I mean, you can't question his decision-making. You can't question his ability to make plays once he escapes. So the fact that, you know, if that arm's back and as strong as ever, it should be the same. I, I, I think Sam Darnold, people are starting to figure out maybe he's kind of a camp arm mm. to take to take extra reps away. Um, that, now that's if they keep Trey Lance. Uh, yeah, because at I think- some point, at some point, they got to think about trading him. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they've they spent and it's interesting, right? Because they they spent so much to trade up to get Trey Lance, invested so much capital, so much, so many draft picks, and then they almost kind of stumble into the last guy in the draft <laughs> pick ends up being. It just shows you how yeah. football is crazy. I mean, Eagles had a similar thing with their they offensive line. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't sort of stumble into it. They, <laughs> they flat ass stumbled. <laughs> Mister, I know, Mister Irrelevant. Are we worried? Like, as a 49ers fan, should you be worried that? Brock Purdy and and he had an incredible run, of course, until he ran into the Eagles' defense. Um, had an incredible run, but are are we worried that like there, he was the last pick for a reason, and maybe that flash we saw last year was not sustainable? Or do you think it is sustainable? Because again, system Shanahan does seem to figure out uh, to put these guys in great positions. Yeah, I, you know, I I think the NFL's pretty well. I don't think they they are very full of themselves. <laughs> Um, they, they love their decision-making process and, and, you know, they're all kind of the smartest guys in the room. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of satisfying to see a Brock Purdy come along every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. It's a great and story pro- and, and prove them all wrong. <laughs> uh, and there's more than there's plenty of those guys, but it's, it's born of, it's born of a fact that so many Americans don't understand mathematics. They just, they have no idea. There's only so many times or so many guys that can be drafted. It can be first round picks. There's only, there's less than a hundred can be drafted in the first three rounds. Yeah. Um, so, you know, do the math. It's just, it, 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 it comes to the point where guys start believing a lot of the stuff that happens and yeah, the Brady that lasts to the sixth, the Purdy that lasts to the last guy in the draft. Um, Obviously, if you told the Niners they would have a guy like that come in the year after, they would not have made that that, <laughs> no. that trade. No, no. It's just a matter of what can they get back if they can get much back. Um, because Trey's gotten dinged up some. He's played pretty well. Yeah, they I guess. Trey Lance, there was like a crazy stat that uh, you know Tom Brady threw more passes in his last season than than Trey Lance has thrown through college, pro, and even like his last year in high school because he just he had a really weird college career with the COVID year and 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 all that, and then injuries and sitting behind and trying to learn. So it's it's been a kind of wild journey for him. Uh, one big story as far as uh, NFL has been the the running backs. A lot of people are, oh, the running backs they're not getting paid enough. Running backs feeling like they're kind of boxed out of the market. As a as an offensive lineman, are you are you sympathetic to the running backs' cause here? Do you feel for them, or is it like, hey, you know, sometimes they, it, this is just how it shakes out as far as what positions get valued? What's your take on the running back pay situation in the NFL? Um, I think it's common sense, which is not too common. No, not at all. The, the league, the league has had a real spate of it. Uh, I, I think they're looking at these contracts, you know, and some of these guys that are, you know, teams, if, if after the first two years, you do a great job as a running back, a lot of the times you're going to get a bump you're going to, you're going to get an extension, which now that's going to take you to your fifth or sixth year. Now, statistically, the last thing you want to do from a, a team standpoint is load a huge contract on a guy yeah. going into those years as a running back. Cause it just, it, it does not work out. Is that fair? 
No, but see our last thing about fair. <laughs> um, it's it's and people are starting to really really notice it, and it's in it's it's in it's going to impact guys all over the league, young guys. You know, it's already impacted Saquon, and he having to kind of do that deal he did with the Giants was a little bit on the interesting side. But hey, it's it's today money now, and that's something that you know, so many of those dealers you don't see. I, I think they're a hundred percent on the money, right? It's hard to defend. It's hard to sort of say I'm a player's guy, Yeah, which I, obviously I am, but yes. in this case. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, I, I guess you kind of feel well, for them in some pro player anti-player union who screwed this up. True, true. But again, some of it's kind of some of it's just the way the game's going. Well, they treat everyone the same. That's the issue. And obviously, the own like the NFL doesn't treat every position the same. No, because there's back, different. Yeah, running back's like a boat. You just want to know a guy who has one. Or <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to buy that uh, boat. Yeah, you just want to uh, kick, have kick fun. It down. Yeah. I'm curious. Though. I, asked, I, I asked a guy the other day. I was talking to about that subject. I said, "You ever own a Ferrari?" <laughs> No, I can't afford a Ferrari. So, well, if you could afford a Ferrari, would you would you own one? Yes. Would you run the shit out of it? <laughs> of course, I'd go crazy. Like, yeah. This is, well, how long would you have to own it before all of a sudden the upkeep started coming back? Yeah. And he goes, well, probably a few years. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the same as a running back. <laughs> yes. Run it to the ground. Uh, I was curious because we were talking Purdy seventh round draft pick. Is that you know your quarterbacks traditionally? I've always heard that you're supposed to be able to, pot, to buy the offensive lineman's meals. Does mm. that happen with the seventh round draft pick, or do you got to wait to the contract year? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it very much depends on where you're going to be taken. <laughs> so Joe Montana yeah. was, was that was that a normal move for him to pick up your meals, Randy? Um, not too often. <laughs> nah, Joe not Joe Cool often. is he like bought, he bought. Yeah, he we, bought us a watch. He bought us a watch once. <laughs> Uh, really nice watch. As a matter okay. Of fact. Okay. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's golden corral. If you're going out you know, with Brock Purdy, <laughs> besides being an Iowa guy, that's right. Yeah. Right, he's right, he's right, five like, star. That's a five star spot. spot in Iowa. He's like, guys, <laughs> I got the reservations at the best place. <laughs> yeah. We're going to golden corral and nobody can get the prime rib. <laughs> no ball. upgrades, no upgrades. <laughs> We're not adding the surf and turf package. Get away from the seafood bar. Oh. So speaking of barbecue, man, I mean, look, I go on your Twitter feed, and all oh, I see yeah. is delicious barbecue. What, what's been the? I know, I know, you've you've had a little bit of an injury, uh, but have you still been? Have you still been barbecuing heavy? And what what what's been the what's been the the, the main thing you've been making? Yeah, it hasn't slowed me down much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've had uh, pork shoulder. Um, uh, what else have I had? Pork belly, which is fantastic. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Brisket. How do you do the? Sorry, how do you do the pork belly on the grill? What do you What do you do to? Um, I smoke it. Okay, oh, yeah. slow. Oh, that's gonna be and fantastic. I I don't do the carnivore candy much. You know where you take it, you chop it up, yeah. and you get it, and you. That's really good, but I prefer to do it. Um, and they come in pretty good size slabs. I buy them. They're anywhere from 13 to 15 pound slabs. <laughs> and, uh, they'll, they'll obviously shrink up a little bit when you cook them like that. But I, I put them in strips. Oh, that sounds, I uh, need to be your neighbor, yeah. man. How, I gotta, I gotta just yeah. come on. Just <laughs> smell. Buddy, I've been killing my buddies out on the, I live right on a golf course. 
And they said, man, I hate going by your house. Because oh, you can smell it. On. And, and I'm on the sixth tee, so they got to wait all the way till nine to get something. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Randy, always appreciate the time. Uh, give him a follow over on Twitter at Randy Cross FB. Obviously, check out. Uh, do, do you know your, uh, the games you're announcing at all for week zero or any plans on the announcing front? Yeah, I mean week zero. I, I do all the Navy home games. Okay, which great. is kind of good news, bad news. <laughs> um, they've they've got a uh, they've got a pretty good home schedule, and I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. Uh, I'm starting out with uh, a Conference USA game. I've got uh, Florida International at La Tech. They went to double overtime together last year. Yeah, that was a fun uh, game. Week week two, I've got an interesting. We talked about the Pac-12 a little bit. But I've got uh, Washington State at Colorado State. Which should be the, uh, new, good. New, new Mountain West game. New Mountain West well, game, and, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, excellent, excellent place to visit. Fort Collins is uh, delightful. Oh, great! Yes. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, though. It's, we, a great, we, it's a great college town. I've got and I've got Army Air Force later in the year. Oh, which I think oh that, good that, that's fantastic. Love Colorado. But hold on, hold on. You you mentioned the and no disrespect to Louisiana Tech Uh-oh. and Florida International, but we know Navy's playing Notre Dame in Ireland. What they didn't they didn't send you to Ireland, man? They didn't get you, or or was that like you saying no? I want something regional here. Uh, no, that's called uh, contractual obligation. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I believe. I believe. Uh, is that an NBC game? I, I'm not really sure. All I know oh is yeah, because they're good. Yeah, yeah, NBC. Because I'm sure it's a oh, Notre Dame. You, you, you think uh, you game. think the midshipmen might be able to stay in that game for a while? Yeah, depends. Mm-hmm. On, it, it really depends on. I know their defense. And since Newberry's been there, their defense has been really good. Yeah, and and their defense is going to be as good, if not better, than it's been the last couple of years. The question is going to be on offense because I, I read a quote by one of the Mountain Mountain West type coaches or the American coaches that said, "Well, the option offense really depends on how good your quarterback is. If the quarterback's good, it's hard to stop. If the quarterback's not good, oh. it's not very hard to stop." <laughs> yeah. And that's been the that's been the problem since Malcolm Perry left a couple of years ago. They haven't had a real presence at quarterback yeah. and that makes them pretty predictable. And we'll yeah. see. I mean, Grant Chestnut's in there as the offensive coordinator, Ivan Jasper still coaching those quarterbacks. Um, it's going to be a challenge. Their offensive line, I think is pretty good size. They've actually got a few 300 plus guys now, wow. uh, which for the academies is not that usual, but um, yeah, I, I think, between their schedule and just improvement, they're probably in that seven win area. Okay. I think yeah, they're going to be nice eligible season. for yeah. a bowl game. There we go. There we go. All right. Week All right. Zero. Yeah. Maybe in the points. Always appreciate you calling in. Give them a follow at Randy Cross FB and uh, best of luck with the season. Always great talking ball. My pleasure, guys. Take care. Oh man, this is awesome. Love our new sponsor game time. Of course, head over to gametime.co to get started or download the game time app. Game time is perfect. If you're like me waiting the last minute to get tickets. I remember when my dad came out uh, to uh, Vegas and we went to the Raiders Eagles game. It was a complete disaster. 
I wish I had a uh, game time tickets back then. Cause it, I mean, game time is just built for people like me waiting last minute to pull the trigger on your tickets. What's great about game time is uh, one. It's awesome for last minute tickets. So I know when the Eagles come out and play the Rams, I'm going to be scooping up some last second deals over at GameTime.co. I it, it's great. I mean, not obviously football, NFL, college football, they really have you covered, even for concerts, stuff like that. But, uh, and they have the game time guarantee, means you'll always get the best price. If you can find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% for the difference. So remember, download the game time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use code SGPN. For twenty dollars off, download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks again to our good buddy Randy Cross. Of course, do your part in the war against corporate gambling. If you're reading the headlines, corporate gambling grows stronger every day, and we need you on the front line. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/patreon. The weekly contest, a thousand dollar NFL win totals contest, Kramer spreadsheets for the NFL team previews, the college football futures. So much, so much going on, Sean. Earlier, earlier today, I was fi- putting the final touches on the uh, first tab in the preseason picks, oh. aka the NFL pick sheet. Which, so stay tuned, stay tuned. Pick sheet in there as well, and of course, uh, check in on Colby. The college experience marches along. 133 team previews. So many, uh, so many, so much content. For the Sports Game of Podcast, I'm Sean, second money green. He's Ryan. Colby's so happy right now. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride.